When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On the Horn Frog Sports Network from Learfield, welcome to Sunny D Live. Presented by DM Leasing. Now with the head coach of the Frogs, Sonny Dykes, here's Brian Estridge. Here on the Monday night, it is in fact the Sunny Dykes show. We call it Sunny D Live. And we thank you for joining us here on the Monday. The Horn Frogs coming off the win, obviously, against uh, Tarleton on Saturday, impressive fashion. And for the first time since the 1930s, the head coach of the Horn Frogs is 2-0 in his career. How about that? Well, you got to go back to Dutch Meyer, the last coach to pull that off. And that's pretty amazing, Coach. Yeah, I would, have, I would not have guessed that with all the success that TCU's had through the years. But uh, but I'm very fortunate to be here and to be 2-0. I know that. Well, and, and as you talked about going into that Tarleton game, they were going to look the part. They were going to play the part. It's a pretty good football team, and you handled them 59-17. Yeah, yeah, I thought our guys played well. Um, you know, really thought we had good preparation that week leading into the game. You know, I think I, you're always concerned about, you know, when you're playing against an FCS team, how your guys going to respond and how much respect are they going to give them. And, you know, just the, the whole process, you worry about that. And, and our guys had a great Wednesday practice. I mean, I commented after practice. I thought it was one of the best Wednesdays I've been around. Guys were dialed in and focused and practiced hard. And so I, I thought – because of that, I figured we'd play pretty well on Saturday. And guys, you know, we did. We started fast. We needed to. You know, the last uh, the game against Colorado obviously didn't play pretty well. Didn't play very well the first half offensively. Got off to a slow start. So it was going to be really important for us this game to to get started fast early. And they did that. And Max Duggan, I mean, was just so precise in that first half for you offensively. Yeah, yeah. Max did a great job. Really was uh, had, had had a great week of practice and. and Played exactly like he practiced all week. So, you know, just came out and performed at a high level. And, you know, I think it always starts when your quarterback looks comfortable. You can always attribute that to the offensive line. And, and you know, I thought our O-line really protected him well. And, and those guys had a lot of – Max had a lot of confidence because, you know, he had time to throw. He never ha- he was never rushed. Um, you know, our, I thought our pass protection was excellent. Coach A.J. Rickers in the house here, as a matter of fact, tonight. Uh, his guys uh, played to, played a lot of guys, too, up front, too. That was the other thing. Not only did they play well, but he's able to continue to build that depth there. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're always looking to for eight to ten guys that we feel comfortable playing with and we think give us a chance to win. And so it's good to see some of those young guys get in the game and have a chance to develop. You know, the last two weeks we played 70 players against Colorado and played 88 players this week wow. against Tarleton State. So we've had an opportunity to play a lot of our players, and which makes a difference for those guys. I think it's it's encouraging, number one, for them to, to come to practice and have a chance to get into the game and, and you know, go play what they practiced during the week. And, and just shows that they have some hope in, in terms of getting on the field and having a chance to, to contribute to the program. And, you know, fortunately for us, they played well. One of the things that folks may not have made note of was you're talking about getting those guys some time. You had a kickoff where you had a bunch of guys who were walk-ons on that kick coverage team. I thought that was a great reward for those guys. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, Coach Tarmadal's idea, and he, he does that from time to time and and uh, called it our purple kickoff. And yeah. so we had a, a bunch of guys that were non-scholarship players that, you know, covered kick for us. And it was the one kick of the day that Jordy didn't kick into the end zone. Or, excuse me, that, uh, yeah, that Jordy didn't, that we didn't kick into the end zone. Lambic, yeah. That, yeah, yeah, that we didn't kick. And so, anyway, it was, it was funny that uh, 
that we ended up kicking it short and, and getting it returned on us. Yeah, but, you know, fun to see those guys out there. Yeah. That yeah. keeps them interested, keeps them going, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah, that's said Jordy. I meant Luke. I'm sorry. Yeah. When you think about this uh, this offense, and, and you talked about fa- fast starts and the priority of that, it was also as if the defense fed off of that. I mean, you could tell there was a lot of energy here early on out of this defense. Yeah, yeah, and I think a big part of that, honestly, was we had we had such a good crowd. You know, I think that the, the support was outstanding. It was a really good environment. Pre-game was great. Had over 7,000 students at the game. And I think anytime you're a a college football player and you show up, you know, for your home stadium, you have that kind of fan support and especially student support, you know, that's encouraging to those guys. And and I think it's inspiring. And, and, you know, we had a lot of energy in the locker room before the game and, and, you know, we carried it over to our performance. And I thought we came out and we're really determined to get off to a fast start on both sides of the ball. And, you know, when you when you know you hold them to a three and out, and then the offense goes and scores, and all those things work together, then um, you know, then it kind of gets you gets you rolling. Speaking of the crowd and the energy, I got to ask you, Coach. We kind of joked about it last week. You, you got to lead them out of the tunnel for the first time. What that feel like? Yeah, it was. It's it's a great experience. I mean, it really is. The TCU's. We have such a beautiful stadium. We're yeah. so fortunate. To, uh, um, you know, Amon Carter Stadium is just it's one of the best in the country. I mean, it's just such a great place to watch a college football game and. Um, you know, and it's gr- such a great home atmosphere. And so it's, it's fun to have a chance to do that and to be a part of it. And, you know, our people do such a good job with the game day productions and, you know, the music was good and just everything is done so- in such a first class manner that, you know, it gets you excited to play and gets you excited to coach. Yeah, you uh, you had to face one of your uh, old friends at Todd Whitten, the head coach at Tarleton. I-, I had a guy come up to me, coach, who was 92 years old, a Tarleton fan, who who stopped me on the way out of the door. He had just been sticking around, sticking around after the game, and he had tears in his eyes. And this tells me a little bit about college football. And I was like, oh, I, it, it, I didn't know what this was going to be about. Right. And he, and he said, I never thought I'd see Tarleton and TCU play. Yeah. That meant something to him. He wasn't he wasn't upset with the outcome or things of that nature. He was just – he was excited about the fact that his that his Tarleton Texans got to play TCU. Yeah, I think it's awesome. I mean, yeah. to me, that's what college football is about. It's about a regional rivalries, and it's about, you know, teams that, that know each other and, and respect each other, um, you know, teeing it up and playing on Saturday. And so it was um, it was fun to have a chance to do that. I know, um, you know, Joe Gillespie is going to be here in a little yep. bit and talking about that. His, his obviously got some, some family that runs deep through Tarleton yes. State. and. And uh, Joe grew up in Stephenville, and his dad was a longtime coach and, um, you know, kind of head of the PE department. I'll let him tell you about that mm-hmm. at, at Tarleton and, and uh, as a doctor now, I believe. So yeah. um, anyway, he's uh, it's, it's fun when you have a chance to compete against people that you know and you respect. And um, it, it, was, it was it was a good it was a good showing by Tarleton's fans as well. I mean, we had a ton of uh, Tarleton fans in, in the stadium and mm-hmm. and those guys made a lot of noise. And, um, you know, Todd's done a good job with that program. Yes. I mean, it's there's not many people that have been the head coach at his school three times right right <laughs> so you know he's Tarleton through and through and yeah. and uh, loves the place understands the place and I really do believe they're going to have a good football team. I, mm-hmm. I felt like coming out of that game that they were going to be very competitive in their conference and have a chance to win a bunch of games. By the way, the quarterback and a couple of receivers might be able to play almost anywhere in the country. They're pretty yeah. good. Yeah, the quarterback's really good. I mean, yeah. we knew that coming in. He was a very heavily recruited guy. Went to the University of Kentucky and, and you know, he's got a great skill set. He's, he's big and strong. He's got a good arm. You know, and we saw it in week one. He and those wide receivers were really on the same page. Did a great job throwing the fade route. He's got good touch, throws the ball accurately, throws it on time. Uh, and then he's got some big body receivers that can run and make plays on the ball. And so, you know, they hit us on a couple of fade routes where, you know, we had pretty good coverage and we were right there. It was just such a good throw and uh, a good competitive catch by those guys. Oh, I want to get into what the next two weeks will be like as far as preparation or concern a little bit later on. But first, I got to ask this open date in week three. Do you like it? I mean, not really. I mean, I think you'd rather have your open day in the middle of the season, you know, when you're when you're banged up and, you know, you just need to get some guys back healthy. And we've been pretty fortunate. We've stayed pretty healthy for the most part. And, and um, it'd be good if it came a little bit later. Um, also, I feel like we're you're starting to get into a rhythm. And, and when you get into a rhythm as a football team, that's really, really important. Guys kind of know what to expect. They they know how to practice. They know the expectations um, and, and they start to, to adjust and their routine becomes really important to them. Um, and so when you have an open date, it's obviously you don't have that routine and everything seems a little out of sorts. But it'll be basically the same schedule that we had prior to Colorado. Uh, we'll, we'll take that same approach practicing leading up to the game. And so it'll be something that our guys have done. But a chance to get maybe a couple of guys back on defense potentially, right? Yeah, yeah, potentially. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping we can get a couple back. I'm hoping maybe Bud can come back, uh, um, you know, 
Marcel is a possibility. Uh, so we'll see see if we can get those guys back. It certainly would be a big help if we could. All right, it's a Sunny Dyke show here live tonight. We call it Sunny D live at uh, the Railhead. We got Joe Gillespie, the uh, defensive coordinator. He's going to stop by. We're going to talk to him next after this timeout and a word from Crossbank. Ever find yourself in a department store with a question, but you can't find anyone who actually works there, so you just wander? That's what it feels like when you call most banks. But at Frost, we have live customer service 24-7, so you can speak to a real human right when you call, every time you call. No phone tree, no bots, just help from a real human when you need it. It's about being there for you. It's about more than money. Frost Bank. When it comes to your health, Texas Health is right there with you. So if you break it, tear it, pull it, bring it to Texas Health Sports Medicine, official sports medicine provider of TCU Athletics. Check out the full team of therapists, dietitians, and sports medicine physicians on the medical staff of Texas Health Hospitals at texashealth.org slash sportsmedicine. Go Frogs! Elbertsons is making shopping and saving easier than ever. Check out Elbertsons for You in our mobile app where you can shop for groceries and save weekly with digital coupons all in one place. With Elbertsons for You, you can earn rewards points every time you shop and redeem them for free groceries. Brand new Elbertsons for You members receive $5 off their next $25 purchase just for signing up. Download the Elbertsons app or go to Elbertsons.com to sign up. Elbertsons, fresh food, local flavors. Ready to get back in the game? Great news. The movement experts at Sport Therapy can help you find relief and results and keep you off the sidelines. With 10 convenient locations across the Dallas-Fort Worth area, contact Sport Therapy today at sporttherapy.com to see a physical therapist. Sport Therapy, proud partner of TCU Athletics and trusted choice for keeping Horned Frog fans in the game. At CityWorks Eatery and Poor House, we celebrate all styles of beer. We're beer geeks, not beer snobs. We pour 90 beers straight from the tap, the way the brewer intended. We have local beers and beers from all over, from porters and IPAs to ciders and sours. You won't find a better selection anywhere else. We believe that when you pour your heart into something, great things happen. Our beer is unique. Our food is fantastic. Our TVs are huge. Visit CityWorks and tap into Happy, the official watch party of the TCU Horn Frogs. Frog fans, the new look TCU volleyball team under new head coach Jason Williams is set and ready to take on a challenging home schedule. And they need you to be there. Be there loud and proud as the Frogs host the likes of Alabama, Indiana, plus rivals from the nation's third best volleyball conference, the Big 12. Order your tickets online at gofrogs.com or call 817-257-3764. Frog fans, TCU soccer is back. Your preseason number seven Horn Frogs are back on the pitch to defend their back-to-back Big 12 Conference Championship crowns. Coach Eric Bell's team takes on the always tough Big 12 Conference. So lock in your spot in the crowd today by visiting gofrogs.com or by calling 817-257-3764 to purchase your tickets. The Keep It Purple Mini Plan is available and on sale now. You can pick any three of our six home game schedule. Buying season tickets or the Keep It Purple Mini Plan is the only way to get tickets to the November 5th game against Texas Tech. You can buy your mini plan tickets today by visiting gofrogs.com or by calling 817-257-3764. And we'll see you at the Carter this fall. Hope Farm is an after-school mentoring program for boys growing up without a father at their home. From elementary school to college or vocational study, our boys discover a home away from home at Hope Farm. Fatherless children account for 71% of all high school dropouts and 85% of all children who show behavior disorders. Hope Farm believes there is positive potential in every child and provides intentional programming that includes mentoring, academic study, and a hot meal every day after school. Find out more at HopeFarmFW.org.
Welcome back into the Railhead here on the Monday night. It is Sunny D Live talking a little TCU football with you. Thanks for joining us here tonight uh, for this one. Coach going to be back in just a couple of minutes. Right now, though, we bring in the defensive coordinator of the Horn Frogs. Joe Gillespie is alongside. How are you, man? I'm doing great, bud. How yeah. are you doing, bud? 2-0 and to start the year. you got to feel good about that. Absolutely. Anytime you can go 2-0, yeah. that, that's a great feeling. You, you, We talked prior to the Tarleton game. There's a lot of history there for you, obviously. Uh, you grew up in Stephenville. Your dad, is he still in the kinesiology department? No, he retired he a few years ago, retired. after 44 years. I was going to say, but he'd yeah. been there forever, right? Coached uh, track and field and football, right, in the yes, Hall sir. of Fame. I mean, you had a lot of ties here. Was that was that weird looking at him across the way at all? Oh, I, it was probably something that, uh, you know, I never thought would happen. But, uh, uh, you know, when you get into a football game and stuff like that, I mean, it's, it's just another game. I've right. had the uh, fortunate blessing of getting to play a lot of my friends over the years and, and stuff. And so I think it was just another game we wanted to go win. Yeah, and I tell you what, your defense, and especially starting out, we talked about the energy that they came with early on. I thought your defense was pretty good. Well, and that was something that we wanted to sit there and focus on. You know, in game one, uh, you know, we kind of got Colorado on a, in a third and long situation. They converted and they kind of made a little bit of a drive there. And so we wanted to start a little bit faster and, and obviously went out there and got us a three and out. And the second series had the big takeaway right there with Josh Newton getting the pick. And and, and then we, uh, you know, got us another three and out the next series. And so just got to keep our foot on the pedal a little bit heavier throughout. Yeah, yeah Newton's a bit of a ball hawk, too, by the way. He gets around the football, doesn't he? Yes, he does. You know, they, he's an extremely competitive young man. Uh, he loves the game of football. He's a he's a wild student of the game, and and so uh, it's it's no shocker that he was able to make a play on that. You know, the other thing that stood out to me is once again you're able to rotate a bunch of D linemen in. How, how deep did you go up front? So I want to say that we played 13 D linemen yeah, 13. the other night in in the game, and so you know it's a little bit of a trend with uh, you know the style of defense that we run and and what we're asking those young men to do, and they're doing a tremendous job with it. But uh, you know at the same time, uh, you know coach. Coach McFarland does a wonderful job, and he does a great job of, of knowing how long they can go and, and count the reps and, and knowing the situations that we're in. And, and so, uh, you know, that's a fun room right there, and he's done a wonderful job, and those guys are really buying into what we're doing. Yeah, it's fun seeing a guy like George Ellis, Unk, as they call it, been around here so long. <laughs> it, was, it was fun to see George Ellis maybe play his best game of his career. You know, night. George had a couple tackles for loss, yes. and, and uh, you know, George is one of those guys that's – that, uh, you know, he's going to support everybody and he's going to be the biggest cheerleader on the sideline. But then when he gets his opportunity to get in the game, he's going to show out. Yeah, give me some feel as to we, we know about the buy-in to your system, but how about the mastery of it? Uh, and, and, and I use that term loosely in it. You may never master it, but give me some sense of how the guys ha have uh, become students of it and, and where you think that stands as far as the install is. Well, I think as far as the install and, and everything goes, you know, we've got a lot of the defense in, uh, you know, right now. And, and, and we've gotten to show, uh, you know, quite a few things over the last two games. You know, the flip side to it is, is that, uh, you know, these young men are, are starting to really figure out, um, you know, the, the basics of it and, and how easy it can really be. We can tag it with a lot of different things and, and make it look a little bit different. And, uh, but it's still the same thing that they're doing. And so, uh, you know, as, as far as them catching on to it and understanding, you know, how the, the dynamics of it all work, they've done a really good job. Yeah, TCU defensive coordinator Joe Gillespie is alongside. It was, it was interesting also to see the difference. And, and, you know, you hear coaches talk about reps and the importance of them. Trey Hodges Tomlinson had been uh, hobbled a little bit uh, during fall camp and sure. hadn't gotten as many reps as, as he wanted, nor sure. you wanted him to have. The difference between week two to week one, I thought he's a lot better this week because of those reps, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know, there's not anybody, including myself, that has that on-off switch. Right, right. You know, right. And, and there's, you know, those are the elites out there. And, and Trey knows that, uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of ball in him and and a lot of ball that we got to get better at and stuff, uh, but that's across the board. And you could tell, too, that uh, Tarleton made a point of uh, avoiding D-winners uh, at all possible. <laughs> they ran opposite of him most every night. Yeah, you know, that was one of those games that D was a little bit frustrated in yeah. because he just wasn't seeing enough action. And, and uh, you know, that's where you got to play with your hair on fire all the time. Yeah. When you say things like that, when you say play with your hair on fire, there's a, there's a reckless abandon that you want, but there's also a controlled side sure. to it as well. How do you balance those? Two? How do you coach that? 
<laughs> That's a difficult uh, balance right yeah. there for sure. You know, from a defensive standpoint, you got to play with some – you got to have some reckless abandon about you and play with your hair on fire. But at the same time, you got to keep everything under control. And, and you know, you've got a job to do. And so, you know, execute your job and then be- become a football player. And, you know, that's, that's where the reckless abandon really kind of comes from is, you know uh, – do your do your job up front first, and and then you can go play with your hair on fire afterwards. It, it felt like Tarleton gave you a bunch of looks offensively that will help you down the road. Uh, it, you know the things that you're going to see uh, in the Big Twelve. Did did they surprise you at all? Did they put guys in situations where they had to react and, and give you a good scout on how they did react? Well, I think one of the biggest things was how how far they spread the field on us. Yeah. You know, and the, and just the splits between one and two and things that nature some things that we had not seen and gone up against and so uh, you know that's something that's going to go out there and and uh, you know we're going to have to get a little bit better at it and, and make some adjustments to it coach and I were talking earlier today for his tv show one of the things that impressed me was that little slow mesh that they run yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know that Bo Allen kind of ran with him uh, you know kept the ball in the uh, back belly for a little while and pulls it out and throws it that, that that's tough to defend isn't it? well it really is you know because it's really hold, holding the linebackers in there and so you know, they got the little glance routes and things of that nature with number two coming across the middle and stuff on, on little slants and stuff. And, and it really holds the linebackers in there hard. And, and so you, you miss that underneath help. And, uh, uh, you know, so there's a few things that we can do to kind of dial it up a little bit, maybe get him out of that. Yeah, Joe Gillespie's with us right now, the defensive coordinator. We talked earlier. You grew up in Stephenville, so this is really home. Uh, tell me Absolutely. How, how, how does it feel to be back? Oh, it feels wonderful. Yeah. I mean, this is this is where we grew up. We got to raise, you know, my wife and I got to raise our two oldest children uh, in Stephenville. You know, they were born and raised there. And, and uh, you know, when we when we did move across north of the Red River, our youngest son at, this, at the time thought I'd sold my soul to the devil. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, but he was he was extremely excited to get to come back and, and play in some Texas high school football and especially to be in the area that we consider home. Yeah, and doing a great job over Alito playing uh, for the uh, Bearcats at, at Alito. Got the big win last week. Uh, what do you do outside of football? Do you have, do you have, are, there, are there any other interests? Do you have time for anything else? Oh, uh, you know, honestly, and this sounds, uh, you know, a little, uh, but yeah, we don't, uh, I don't get to spend as much time with my family. And so, you know, going and watching my son play and getting to see our grandkids and, and stuff like that, that's what we like to do. Yeah. And so those are our hobbies right now. That, that's the cool thing about Coach Dykes, too. He wants you to be at those games, doesn't he? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I've been very blessed to be to get to be a part of this. Yeah, because he wants you there on Friday night checking him out, seeing how things yes, are going sir. for the Bearcats. Report back. Let me know, right? Absolutely. That's, that's it. Uh, Coach, good to see you. Thank you for coming by here. Thank you sure very much. Appreciate it. Terrific job. Joe Gillespie, the defensive coordinator of the Horned Frogs, joining us here at the Railhead. we got a lot more still to come. The head coach, Sonny Dykes, will be by as we continue with Sonny D live uh, here tonight at the Railhead. After this timeout, a word from Texas Health Resources. When it comes to your health, Texas Health is right there with you. So if you break it, tear it, pull it, bring it to Texas Health Sports Medicine, official sports medicine provider of TCU Athletics. Check out the full team of therapists, dietitians, and sports medicine physicians on the medical staff of Texas Health Hospitals at texashealth.org slash sportsmedicine. Go Frogs! At CityWorks Eatery and Poor House, we celebrate all styles of beer. We're beer geeks, not beer snobs. We pour 90 beers straight from the tap, the way the brewer intended. We have local beers and beers from all over, from porters and IPAs to ciders and sours. You won't find a better selection anywhere else. We believe that when you pour your heart into something, great things happen. Our beer is unique. Our food is fantastic. Our TVs are huge. Visit CityWorks and tap into Happy, the official watch party of the TCU Horn Frogs. Ever find yourself in a department store with a question, but you can't find anyone who actually works there, so you just wander? That's what it feels like when you call most banks. But at Frost, we have live customer service 24-7, so you can speak to a real human right when you call, every time you call. No phone tree, no bots, just help from a real human when you need it. It's about being there for you. It's about more than money. Frost Bank. 
Win a trip to see the Horn Frogs play at Texas this football season. Visit gofrogs.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for a chance to win a trip to Austin. One winner and a guest will receive round trip airfare, hotel accommodations, pregame field passes, tickets to the game, and TCU gear. Register today at gofrogs.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. Brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. Proud sponsor of TCU Athletics. fans. When you stay at Omni Fort Worth, you're staying with a partner of your favorite team. It's right in the heart of Horn Frog Country, close to the stadium and has everything you'll need to close out a great game day in style. Football is a way of life in Texas and there's no better place to paint the town purple. Relive the best plays of the day or celebrate a big win. So Horn Frog fans, when you hear the frog horn calling, stay in the game at Omni Fort Worth. Proud partner of TCU Athletics. 12 football runs deep in your veins, then Sirius XM Big 12 Radio is where you need to be. We're talking conference and team previews, live games, news, and analysis from experts like Holly Rowe, Dusty Dvorak, Fozzie Whitaker, and Gabe Iker, coaches' shows, championship specials, and more. More. Get inside Big 12 football like nowhere else. Feed your fandom on the Sirius XM app. Stay up to date anywhere you go. Just download the app to start streaming. TCU football is back. The Horn Frogs host six exciting matchups this season for their first year under head coach Sonny Dykes. Can't make it every game? Then take advantage of the Keep It Purple plan and pick any three games you want. Don't miss all of the excitement at Amon G. Carter Stadium for DFW's Big 12 team. Purchase tickets online at gofrogs.com today. Live every Monday night at 6, it's Sunny D Live with head coach Sonny Dykes. I'm Brian Estridge, inviting you to join us at the Railhead Smokehouse in Fort Worth. Each week, we break down in detail this week's opponent, get to know a Horned Frog assistant coach, and we give you keys for a Horned Frog victory. That's Monday nights at 6, live from the Railhead Smokehouse in Fort Worth. Sunny D Live with head coach Sonny Dykes from the Horned Frog Sports Network from Learfield. Frog fans, the new look TCU volleyball team under new head coach Jason Williams is set and ready to take on a challenging home schedule. And they need you to be there. Be there loud and proud as the Frogs host the likes of Alabama, Indiana, plus rivals from the nation's third best volleyball conference, the Big 12. Order your tickets online at gofrogs.com or call 817-257-3764. Frog fans, TCU soccer is back. Your preseason number seven Horn Frogs are back on the pitch to defend their back-to-back -back Big 12 Conference Championship crowns. Coach Eric Bell's team takes on the always tough Big 12 Conference. So lock in your spot in the crowd today by visiting gofrogs.com or by calling 817-257-3764 to purchase your tickets. The Keep It Purple mini plan is available and on sale now. You can pick any three of our six home game schedule. Buying season tickets or the Keep It Purple mini plan is the only way to get tickets to the November 5th game against Texas Tech. You can buy your mini plan tickets today by visiting gofrogs.com or by calling 817-257-3764. And we'll see you at the Carter this fall. This is your TCU Highlight Reel, presented by Albertson's Tom Thumb. Duggan with all kinds of time. Sets, fires, deep ball, wide open ball. Touchdown, Darius Davis. Hit the horn for the first time in Amon Carter Stadium in 2022. Max gives it to Kintre, who'll walk in and score. Hit the horn with 316 to play in the opening quarter. Here's Duggan looking left, screen set up left. Catch made here. Quincy Brown, touchdown. Takes the snap, hand it off, no, rips it out of his belly, and then takes it himself in and scores, Sam Jackson. Duggan, pump fake again on play action, looks deep, ball right side, this time coming back for it, catch made, touch down, Jordan Hudson hauls it in. Final score here at Amon Carter Stadium, Frogs go to 2-0, 59-17, TCU wins it.
Now here with Coach Sonny Dykes is Brian Estridge. Monday night, thanks for joining us. Sonny D Live rolls on. By the way, it's presented by our friends at DM Leasing. Find out how their process can save you time and up to 50% of monthly payments. Along with no down payment, call 35 Lease. That's 35-L-E-A-S-C or online at dmautoleasing.com. A couple of highlights here that involved Max Duggan in his career night, 390 yards, five touchdowns, quarterback rating was just off the chart. I mean, it, it, you know, he's maybe maybe leads the country, you were pointing out, in, in that number right now. The one thing that I thought he did on a couple of occasions, which has kind of become the norm in college football, the way coverages are today, is he threw guys open. Yeah. And you have to this day and age, don't you? Yeah, you do. I mean, playing that position is really understanding timing and spacing and anticipating throws and all those kind of things. I mean, it's there's a lot that goes into playing the quarterback position, but – those things are really critically important. You got to be able to throw the ball on time. You got to be able to throw it to a space and let a receiver go get it. And so Max is very much improving in those areas. I mean, I think that's something that, you know, he needed to, to make a big jump from the spring to this fall. And he has, and he's much more comfortable now getting that ball out and getting it to guys. And, you know, he's, he's in, he and we are very fortunate to have a lot of guys that can make plays. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have a lot of wide receivers that have different skills, some big guys, some fast guys, quick guys, some guys are more powerful than others and, and all these different skill sets. And um, Max did a good job of, of letting those guys go make plays. I mean, like Blake Knoll made a great yes. uh, you know, play on that fade route. And Jordan Hudson made a great play on a fade route where, um, you know, both of them used fantastic technique. And it all started with a throw by Max. It was, you know, gave them a chance to catch that ball over their outside shoulder and stay in bounds. And so, you know, he's starting to, to really get comfortable making those throws and starting to uh, to trust those receivers more and more. I was thinking I was going to look up the number real quick. It was either 11, 12, 13 different receivers touched the ball. Yeah. Yeah, I think we had – I think we said 18 different players uh, touched the ball for us on offense Saturday. Right. Yeah, I think it was – I think it was 12 different receivers, five different running backs. Might have been three quarterbacks, whatever that is, 18 or yeah. something like that. I'm not real good at math. You know? <laughs> but that, that's still, I mean, to, ha- to have that luxury, I mean, you know, to, to be able to get the ball moved around like that. And then to get some of those young guys in late in the game, got a few touches as well. Chase Jackson got one. Yeah, yeah, and it was good to see those guys have a chance to play. I mean, yeah. it was, it was uh, you know, really encouraging to, you know, those guys work incredibly hard, and when they get a chance to go out and perform, you want to see them perform well. And, and it's encouraging when your young guys play like they did. And, you know, Jordan Hudson continues to get more and more confidence and, and play well. Savion got a little bit banged mm-hmm. up, and so – Jordan stepped right in. We didn't miss a beat and just kept rolling. Quincy Brown had the two touchdown receptions. One of them was a little scary in the corner of the end zone there. Yeah, yes. The guy fell on his ankle, and so Quincy's going to be out for a while. We're not quite sure how long, um, but he's got a little bit of an ankle injury and not sure if it's going to be surgical or not, but um, the way they do those things these days, in some ways, it's better if you can go ahead and have surgery and get it done pretty quickly and start your rehab. But we'll see kind of how that plays out. Um, but he had a great game and, and has continued to develop and excited about his future. When we ask Max in the offseason, we asked Chandler, too, hey, what's the one guy that you're most excited about seeing out there? And, and, and to a man, they all said Gunner, that, that they wanted to see Gunner Henderson, and he showed some flashes on Saturday. He did, yeah. Yeah, the great thing about Gunner, he just plays so hard, and he plays fast all yeah, the time. All he the really time. does. And, you know, he's, he's uh, real explosive. Um, he does such a great job. You know, he's a quick accelerator. He um, goes straight up the field after he catches passes, takes a lot of angles away from folks that are trying to tackle him. And he's, he's got a real kind of unique skill set. And, and I know this, uh, the quarterbacks really trust him. They, they know that he's going to be where he's supposed to be when he's supposed to be there. And so, you know, they don't have any problem throwing the ball to that spot because they know he's going to get there. I, I'm, I'm not going to mention any names, but if you watch the NFL over the weekend and into last night, you, you, you saw on occasion where quarterbacks and receivers were not on the same page. And, and in this offense, you ask your receivers to read things. And the quarterback is reading the same thing. So they've got to be on the same page. So far in two games, they've been pretty good at that, haven't they? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. You know, we weren't as sharp uh, week one in the first half. But I think, you know, I, I'll attribute that more than anything else. I think just a little bit of jitters and that yeah. type of stuff, probably being a little bit too excited. But you know, since that first half, I've really felt like we've settled in and played a really good half of football against Colorado and then a, a pretty good full game offensively last week. And so, you know, those guys, I think, are starting to develop and starting to get to know each other better and better. And, you know, the only way that you can develop that is just through time and through repetitions. And so that's why it's so important to, 
you know, not change your offense every week. You got to have some consistency in your offense so that those players and the quarterback and the receivers and all those guys can develop and, again, start to develop that relationship. You know, you ran the ball so well against Colorado Kendry, especially coming out this to, uh, to start that second half. Then you look at the numbers this week, and it was a quiet to me, uh, 180 yards on the ground. Yeah, we didn't rush for a lot in the first half. They were doing a lot of uh, different blitzing. Um, you know, kind of stacking the box. Started with two safeties, rolling a guy down and getting extra extra people in the box. And, um, you know, it was kind of tough to pick up a lot of stuff that they were doing, but I thought, I thought A.J. and the offensive line really did a good job of adjusting the second half, and we were much more comfortable and popped a couple of big runs, and that always helps your average out. But, you know, I felt like we were getting movement consistently up front. Um, you know, sometimes the funny thing about the run game is is four yards is a good run. Yeah. You know, and, and we don't think that. Those I know. Fans I know. Well, I don't think that either. That's, <laughs> that's my problem is I'm always like, you yeah. know, I want, I want to go fast. Right. I want to score fast. And, yeah. and so when you hand the ball off and you get three or four yards, that's actually a really successful run. And, and you know, our guys did that pretty consistently. Yeah. Average 4.9 a clip, as a matter of fact. You know, I mean, we, but we get spoiled when you look at what Kendra's averaged over the years, what it's seven yards a carry. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you do. It's pretty and, amazing. And you start to expect some big plays and, and Fortunately, in the second half, we made a couple. Yeah. When you walked away from that game, I know you take a few notes and, and say, okay, what were a couple of three things that you said, okay, we gotta, we got to get better at this. we got to focus on this. Yeah, I think, um, oh, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. I mean, really, um, you know, I think our, our mentality has just got to continue to improve and to get better and just make sure that we, you know, we don't want to give anybody anything. Mm-hmm. And there, I think there are times when I felt like in that game, we just relaxed a little bit more than we should have. Um, that's the, that was probably just from a mental standpoint, the only thing that I saw, like I said, I thought our preparation was outstanding going into the game. You know, the guys worked incredibly hard, um, uh, you know, watching film and practicing and doing all the things that that you want players to do to prepare. But, you know, you gotta, you gotta stay focused for three hours and three and a half hours sometimes. And, you know, I felt like at times we lost a little bit of focus, um, you know, they hit us a couple of deep balls. You know, I think that, that again, I felt like our coverage was, was pretty good, but we got to find a way to not let them complete those passes. And then offensively, like you said, we got to just be a little bit cleaner in terms of, of our execution and picking things up and, and, uh, and executing at a high level. And that's going to be the, the most consistent thing week in and week out for us is we're going to play people that are going to challenge us. Uh, both offensively, they're going to they're going to take shots and throw the ball down the field. We've got to defend it. And then they're going to continue to, to show us a lot of different fronts and coverages, and we've got to be able to adjust offensively. A lot of conversation, by the way, post-game with folks about, okay, uh, Griffin Kale, Luke Laminick, and you came out and you kind of set that record straight in that uh, Griffin wasn't 100%, and that was part of the problem. Yeah, yeah, Griffin was, you know, has had a little bit of a, of a leg injury, been a little bit, been a little bit sore, just a, a quad strain is really what it is. And, um, you know, we thought, well, here's an opportunity maybe to rest him for two weeks. For the, for the next 10 games consecutively, yeah. you know, and, and we felt like, he, you know, he couldn't afford to get much rest over that 10-game span. Being a place kicker is so much like, like a golfer in some ways. Mm-hmm. When, when you get into a routine, you know, you can't deviate from that routine or your, you know, your um, performance isn't the same. And so, you know, our thought was, look, look, let's get him rested up last week. Let's let him rest this week going into the bye week and, and see how he feels, you know, getting ready for the next game and, and, uh, and hopefully – you know, he'll be well and keep keep uh, keep playing like he's played. All right, we've talked about a lot as it relates to Tarleton. There's one play, though, that when we come back after the break, i got to bring up. you gotta, you got to explain it to me, okay. all, right? all right? Get a little one-play breakdown coming up <laughs> uh, with Coach Sonny Dykes. When you need care, you want it in Fort Worth. Uh, the team at Baylor Scott White provides truly comprehensive care from heart disease to cancer treatment to women's health and more. No matter what y'all need, Baylor Scott White All Saints Medical Center is right down the road. Add a doctor to your team at bswhealth.com. More with the head coach of the Horn Frogs. Sunny D Live continues here from the Railhead after this timeout. Ready to get back in the game? Great news. The movement experts at Sport Therapy can help you find relief and results and keep you off the sidelines. With 10 convenient locations across the Dallas Fort Worth area, contact Sport Therapy today at sporttherapy.com to see a physical therapist. Sport Therapy, proud partner of TCU Athletics and trusted choice for keeping Horned Frog fans in the game. Ever find yourself in a department store with a question, but you can't find anyone who actually works there, so you just wander? That's what it feels like when you call most banks. But at Frost, we have live customer service 24-7. 
so you can speak to a real human right when you call, every time you call. No phone tree, no bots. Just help from a real human when you need it. It's about being there for you. It's about more than money. Frostbank. At CityWorks Eatery and Poor House, we celebrate all styles of beer. We're beer geeks, not beer snobs. We pour 90 beers straight from the tap, the way the brewer intended. We have local beers and beers from all over, from porters and IPAs to ciders and sours. You won't find a better selection anywhere else. We believe that when you pour your heart into something, great things happen. Our beer is unique. Our food is fantastic. Our TVs are huge. Visit CityWorks and tap into Happy, the official watch party of the TCU Horned Frogs. Moritz Pre-Owned offers you an excellent selection of reconditioned, quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs backed with the Moritz Promise. A promise to cover the replacement cost of your engine or your transmission for as long as you own your car. Now that's a promise. With over 150 pre-owned vehicles in stock, Moritz is a name you can count on. And we specialize in top quality, late model trucks and SUVs. Visit us today at 9101 Camp Bowie West or browse our inventory online at MoritzPreOwned.com. Horned Frogs football is in full swing, and Specs is here to get you geared up for game day. Shop lower prices on all your favorites and expand your lineup with a huge selection of world-class wines, spirits, beers, and gourmet foods. Whether you're stocking up for a tantalizing tailgate or a worthy watch party, Specs has the goods to make game day great. When it comes to savings, nobody helps you bring home the win like Specs. The fun starts here. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Uh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. Hope Farm is an after-school mentoring program for boys growing up without a father at their home. From elementary school to college or vocational study, our boys discover a home away from home at Hope Farm. Fatherless children account for 71% of all high school dropouts and 85% of all children who show behavior disorders. Hope Farm believes there is positive potential in every child and provides intentional programming that includes mentoring, academic study, and a hot meal every day after school. Find out more at hopefarmfw.org. TCU football is back. The Horn Frogs host six exciting matchups this season for their first year under head coach Sonny Dykes. Can't make it every game? Then take advantage of the Keep It Purple plan and pick any three games you want. Don't miss all of the excitement at Amon G. Carter Stadium for DFW's Big 12 team. Purchase tickets online at gofrogs.com today. Live every Monday night at 6, it's Sunny D Live with head coach Sonny Dykes. I'm Brian Estridge, inviting you to join us at the Railhead Smokehouse in Fort Worth. Each week, we break down in detail this week's opponent, get to know a Horned Frog assistant coach, and we give you keys for a Horned Frog victory. That's Monday nights at 6, live from the Railhead Smokehouse in Fort Worth. Sunny D Live with head coach Sonny Dykes from the Horned Frog Sports Network from Learfield. Frog fans, the new look TCU volleyball team under new head coach Jason Williams is set and ready to take on a challenging home schedule. And they need you to be there. Be there loud and proud as the Frogs host the likes of Alabama, Indiana, plus rivals from the nation's third best volleyball conference, the Big 12. Order your tickets online at gofrogs.com or call 817-257-3764. X's and O's, a breakdown of this week's opponent from head coach Sonny Dykes. Once again, here's Brian Estridge. Railhead here on the Monday night. Little Sonny D live for you talking TCU football. Frogs with the open date on Saturday. Back at it on the 24th of September. We'll talk about that matchup a little bit later on right now with a little X and O talk uh, with the head coach right now. I, I got, just got to bring up one play because uh, it, it uh, confused a lot of folk and, and also showed me 
that there's a lot of variation of something out there. And that was a two-point conversion. When you brought in Sam Jackson uh, in to take the direct snap, you got a couple of guys in motion. You got the swinging gate happening. I'm looking at it going, okay, who all is eligible here? Who's on the line of scrimmage? Um, That made folks think a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, we missed uh, the first extra point, so we wanted to get back on, you know, our our normal deal. Wanted to go up 14 instead of of just going up 13. And so we felt like that made sense. Wanted to get it on film and execute it and just see if our guys could do it. And there's a bunch of different variations off of it, like you said, but it's, um, and we'll have different formations from week to week. It's just something that really you put on tape and people have to spend a lot of time preparing for, and you may or may not run it. And, you know, you carry it some games, you don't others. And, and sometimes you'll line up, you really won't have what you want. Then you'll just snap it and, and kick the extra point. So it's a, it's a pretty good way of creating some, uh, you know, a bunch of work right. for another coaching staff where they've got to spend some time looking at it and, and preparing for it. Because there may be a time or two where guys have not seen it where you got a guy uncovered or, you know, they, yeah. there's so many different calls off of it. Yeah, there are. There are. And, and it's really, quite frankly, pretty tough to defend. I yeah. mean, there's so many different things that you can do. And, and the big thing comes down to just like everything else, it comes down to players. I mean, it's just like the other day in the game, you know, Tarleton came out, lined up really well, um, felt like that they were – you know, did a really good job of covering all the different options. But, you know, Darius Davis in space um, is just going to make a play. And he did, you know, and that's kind of uh, that's just kind of what those guys do. Well, the luxury, too, of having Sam Jackson, who is so versatile there, can no throw question. it, can run it, can pitch it, whatever. Yeah. I mean, that, that helps as well. Right? It does. It does. And, and Sam's actually a pretty good holder if you kick the extra point as oh, well. Really? So, yeah. So, you know, you feel pretty comfortable with any of the options that you have to roll with. And as I said, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's one of the things that that. Week to week, I kind of enjoy spending some time with Mark Tomerdahl and talking about, hey, look, let's try this this week. Let's look at this. And we practice it. It's good for our defense to go against it every day as well, just so there's going to be a point where, you know, when we line up, our defense is going to have to line up and and defend it. And so uh, I think it's good for that. Yeah, I said at the time that one had the fingerprints of Sonny Dykes and Mark Tomerdahl all over it because you and I have joked before about some of the stuff you did at Cal when you came here to the Armed Forces Bowl that really got my attention was, you know, back then you could have – your punter could be the same number as your backup quarterback. And so you would do that, and all of a sudden you look up and, wait a minute, that's not the punter. That's the backup quarterback <laughs> taking the snap who could throw it. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, so that was, yeah, we had we had a pretty good quarterback that year, Jared Goff, yeah. wanted to be the first pick in the draft, and he was the same number as our punter, and so they looked the same. Right. And so you, you weren't quite sure which one, which one was going into the game. Yep. And it, was, it could be a little bit complicated for the defense sometimes. And Jared Goff had – Five or six touchdown passes in that game in the Armed Forces. He had a lot. Ball. I don't know. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, but it, was it was five or six. I yeah. can't remember. It's a record that still stands, obviously, in the uh, in the Armed Forces Bowl. But those little nuances, like you said, because people also ask the question, hey, you did that in week two against a team that more than likely you were going to handle anyway. But you just justified it. You're saying, hey, the reasoning is you want folks to see that, don't you? Yeah, you do. You do. And you have, you know, counters off of it. and you know, as, as I said earlier, you want people to have to prepare for it and to, to put some time into it because everybody really does. I mean, it, we're not the we're not unique in some ways by doing that. You're going to see some teams that, quite frankly, do it all, do it more often than we do. But um, you know, we're a little bit different because we will change our formation week, week to week, and we will you know change things up maybe a little bit more than some other folks do. But it's uh, you know, you want to like I said, you want to make them spend time. Uh, working on that, not working on stopping your your two or three best plays. You, you know, it's sometimes it, it's interesting to see how folks attack teams as well. So it, staying with special teams, you looked at Tarleton's punt numbers coming into that game, and then what they punted on uh, Saturday, and you go, what happened? But that was all by design. That was all to keep the football away from Darius Davis, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, when you look at the stats, I mean, it's pretty remarkable. I think our average starting field position was the thirty seven point eight yard line. Yeah. And so, you know, we were starting at, at almost our 38 every time. They were starting at right at their 21 when they got the ball. And, you know, that's two first downs worth of field position almost. And that makes a huge difference in being able to sustain drives and, and score touchdowns. And so, you know, when you have a, a great kick returner like Darius, you have to prepare, you know, to, to see a bunch of different things. We felt like going in, the best answer for Tarleton was probably going to be the sky kick. And so we put Tay Barber there. Yeah. You know, and he was able to field um, all the kickoffs but one. And, and you know, and we were able to do some different stuff. So ran in reverse, um, bounced one, did did some different things. 
off of our kick return package as well, which, again, I think is just more preparation time for somebody who's got to play us. Yeah, the other thing I noticed, too, is it, 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 there's that old uh, lost yardage, you know, uh, story out there that you don't want to, like, you don't want to punt to hit the ground. Yep. You, you lose yardage. Anyway. No Things of that nature. You're, you're big into that, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all that stuff adds up. I mean, it yeah. really does. I mean, people people don't really understand the difference between starting at the your own 25-yard line and your 40-yard line. I mean, yeah. it's just a, the, the percentage of you scoring almost doubles right. if you start at the 40 as opposed to the 25. And so that kind of stuff matters. You know, that, that 15 yards, you kind of go, eh, does it really matter? It does. And especially when you add it up over a football game. And, you know, and Darius did a great job fielding punts. Uh, we kind of tried to block the first punt. That was our, our idea was to go into the game to try to pressure the punter a little bit. He was about a 43-yard punter. kicked that first one, I think, 22 yards. Yeah. Um, got pressured a little bit, and then the rest of the night, you know, they didn't want to kick it to him, so they hung it up and, and you know, ended up in a really good field position for yeah. us. The other thing that's changed, too, is, that, you know, generally speaking, guys would let a ball hit, you know, inside the 10. You, you'll fair catch it at the 10 now. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah. I mean, it makes it, they, they've gotten so good at They have. Them. Yeah, they've gotten so good at doing that, and teams have gotten so good at covering those. Now, yeah. you know, really about the six or the seven yeah. is where you – anything inside the, the seven, you want to let it bounce, but – you know, you'll catch it all the way back to about the seven-yard line. Sure. It is Sunny D Live, live tonight here at the Railhead. We're going to turn our attention to what happens here uh, in two weeks across the way. We'll do that when we continue after this timeout. When it comes to your health, Texas Health is right there with you. So if you break it, tear it, pull it, bring it to Texas Health Sports Medicine official sports medicine provider of TCU Athletics. Check out the full team of therapists, dietitians, and sports medicine physicians on the medical staff of Texas Health Hospitals at texashealth.org slash sportsmedicine. Go Frogs! Ever find yourself in a department store with a question, but you can't find anyone who actually works there, so you just wander? That's what it feels like when you call most banks. But at Frost, we have live customer service 24-7, so you can speak to a real human right when you call, every time you call. No phone tree, no bots, just help from a real human when you need it. It's about being there for you. It's about more than money. Frost Bank. Life's too short to live in Dallas. What's the motto at Railhead? It's on the walls and the staff shirts. Railhead Smokehouse offers a spectacular menu of heaping plates of ribs, sliced beef, fries, and cheddar peppers. With weekday specials and their world-famous ice-cold schooners of beer and margaritas. From the Barbecue Landmark at 2900 Montgomery, just off I-30. Remember, the best barbecue in Fort Worth is at Railhead Smokehouse. Home of the Sunny Dykes Radio Show Mondays at 6 p.m. Your donation to Texans Can Cars for Kids can change the lives of kids in your community. We take cars, trucks, and motorcycles in any condition, and pickup is easy. What if you don't have a car? Your cash donation can still make a massive impact. So choose your impact at carsforkids.org or call 972-274-5437 and write off the car, not the kid. At CityWorks Eatery and Poor House, we celebrate all styles of beer. We're beer geeks, not beer snobs. We pour 90 beers straight from the tap, the way the brewer intended. We have local beers and beers from all over, from porters and IPAs to ciders and sours. You won't find a better selection anywhere else. We believe that when you pour your heart into something, great things happen. Our beer is unique. Our food is fantastic. Our TVs are huge. Visit CityWorks and tap into Happy, the official watch party of the TCU Horn Frogs. Another season of women's and men's college sports is underway. Follow your alma mater or favorite team in their pursuit of the prestigious Learfield Directors Cup at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at thedirectorscup.com. Trophies will be awarded in June 2023 to the winning institutions in all competitive divisions. Learfield Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics. Frog fans, TCU soccer is back. Your preseason number seven Horn Frogs are back on the pitch to defend their back-to-back -back Big 12 Conference Championship crowns. 
coach Eric Bell's team takes on the always tough Big 12 Conference. So lock in your spot in the crowd today by visiting gofrogs.com or by calling 817-257-3764 to purchase your tickets. Fans, the Keep It Purple mini plan is available and on sale now. You can pick any three of our six home game schedule. Buying season tickets or the Keep It Purple mini plan is the only way to get tickets to the November 5th game against Texas Tech. You can buy your mini plan tickets today by visiting gofrogs.com or by calling 817-257-3764. And we'll see you at the Carter this fall. Hope Farm is an after-school mentoring program for boys growing up without a father at their home. From elementary school to college or vocational study, our boys discover a home away from home at Hope Farm. Fatherless children account for 71% of all high school dropouts and 85% of all children who show behavior disorders. Hope Farm believes there is positive potential in every child and provides intentional programming that includes mentoring, academic study, and a hot meal every day after school. Find out more at hopefarmfw.org. TCU football is back. The Horn Frogs host six exciting matchups this season for their first year under head coach Sonny Dykes. Can't make it every game? Then take advantage of the Keep It Purple plan and pick any three games you want. Don't miss all of the excitement at Amon G. Carter Stadium for DFW's Big 12 team. Purchase tickets online at gofrogs.com today. Live every Monday night at 6, it's Sunny D Live with head coach Sonny Dykes. I'm Brian Estridge, inviting you to join us at the Railhead Smokehouse in Fort Worth. Each week, we break down in detail this week's opponent, get to know a Horned Frog assistant coach, and we give you keys for a Horned Frog victory. That's Monday nights at 6, live from the Railhead Smokehouse in Fort Worth. Sunny D Live with head coach Sonny Dykes from the Horned Frog Sports Network from Learfield. Let's get to the keys to the game, powered by Toyota. Now here with Coach Sonny Dykes is Brian Estridge. Welcome back in with the final word with the head coach, Sonny Dykes. Sonny D live here tonight at the Railhead, presented by our friends at DNM Leasing TCU, coming off the win against Carlton 2-0 on the season. You know what's interesting, though? I, and I haven't really brought this up. 2-0, uh, you, you got a road win against a Pac-12 team. You got a win at home that was decisive uh, over a team that you sh- should have beaten, as you would say. It's still kind of flying under the radar a little bit, though. Have you noticed that TCU is? Yeah, yeah. You know, I think uh, deservedly so. Um, you know, we didn't we didn't look like world beaters the first half uh, against Colorado in some ways, and so I, I can certainly understand why why we're flying under the radar a little bit. And you know, it's it's just you, there's always uncertainty when there's a coaching change, and it's different. It takes some time to get people settled, and so you know, I think the good thing is we'll have a chance to, to kind of you know prove what kind of team we have coming up here in a week from Saturday. Yeah, on the 24th uh, over in Dallas, obviously take on the SMU Mustangs. Uh, hey, coach, obviously we, we know the history there, but it, this is a good football team uh, that's had a lot of success over the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're a team that knows how to win. Um, they're a team I think that's that's um, you know played well in big games and rivalry games and that type of thing, and so. Um, you know, they'll be ready to play. They'll be motivated, extra motivated, especially going over there in front of their crowd and their fans and everything. And so we're going to need to, you know, do what we always do. We're going to need to prepare well and, and make sure that we go out there and take the field. We play harder than they play, play more physical brand of football than they play. And it's going to be really important for us to win the game up front in the trenches, uh, you know, that week in particular. I think that's going to be really, really important for us. And, and, you know, good thing is I think that's where our strength of our football team is. And so we, we've just got to, prepare those guys and get them ready to go play you look at that roster too and it's dotted with folks from all over the place isn't it? yeah i mean you look at the you look at the transfers and it's pretty amazing i mean they've got a transfer from alabama they got a transfer from auburn arizona state you go right down the list florida texas guys that have been good players and i think we talked about this earlier mm-hmm. you know there's uh i don't know how many college football programs have two four-star quarterbacks and a five-star running back wow and they've got that there right now so they've they've recruited well they've got good players um, you know, they've done a great job in the transfer portal and, and 
you know, and they'll be well coached. Rhett does a good job and runs a great offense. And so they'll, uh, it'll be a big challenge for us. TCU always travels well over to SMU. Maybe this is the one year where they need to be extra special, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like anything else. You want to have your fans there as much as possible, and, and particularly that week. I think it would uh, certainly be good for our, our, our players to, to feel like we've got some support and, uh, and home, you know, a home presence there. So uh, help, help get everybody settled in. Players off today and tomorrow, right? Yep, yep. And then back at it. And uh, some young guys getting some reps, you said, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, it's really nice, again, to be able to give them two days off. It, we, we talked to our players, and we haven't had two days off since uh, August, really. So they've been grinding pretty good. So we'll have consecutive days for them to get rested and, you know, recover and, and focus on academics and the stuff they got to do. And then we'll come in on Wednesday, have like a Tuesday practice Wednesday, which will be a pretty challenging practice, physical practice. We'll, uh, you know, do inside run and one-on-one and those type of things. And then we'll do uh, that Thursday will be like a Wednesday practice. And then Friday will be a little bit more of like a run-through thing type pre- uh, practice. And so, you know, go a little bit lighter on Friday, but get a bunch of work done. A lot of focus on special teams on that Friday as well. And um, and then give them a little bit more time to rest. And then Sunday will be kind of jumpstart the week for us. And so we'll have to get out to a fast start. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It is the, the Horned Frogs at SMU. By the way, it's an 11 a.m. kick uh, on Saturday the 24th. For the head coach, Sonny Dykes, our producer, engineer, Blake Jones, Drake McCard, back in the studio. Brian Esther, thanks for joining us tonight for Sunny D Live, Thank the Horned Frogs Sports Network from Learfield. Appreciate it. This has been Sunny D Live. Presented by DM Leasing. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Horn Frog Sports Network.